Speaking of uh, mistakes, did the federal government spend way too much money on the ArriveCan app? Now, we've learned in recent times um, that it's going to be about $54 million, including the last fiscal year and the current one, $54 million for the ArriveCan app. Um, now, we know what it does. It uh, was put in place so that travelers could download their information. Um, to comply with COVID-19 measures. I've used it before. It's relatively straightforward. It did cause quite a few problems for people using it the first time or people trying to use it with different uh, with different devices, for instance. Uh, but basically, it allowed you to uh, share mandatory health information when you're coming to the country, including measures such as proof of vaccination and a quarantine plan. It has since been expanded to allow users to answer questions about customs and immigration, the app, by the way, is no longer mandatory of September, as of September 30th. It continues to be a voluntary option. Um, but when this $54 million figure was released last year, a lot of people in the tech industry were like, $54 million for that? Really? So they decided to put their knowledge and their keyboards to the test over this past long weekend and to show off their skills as well. The challenge was to clone the app which isn't like building a new one, but still clone the app in a fraction of the time and show that it could have been done for a fraction of the cost. So Toronto-based digital innovation lab Tribal Scale, they make apps too, uh, held a voluntary hackathon. They weren't the only company that did that. Another company in Canada did the same thing. Uh, but joining me now is Sheetal Jaitley, who's the CEO of Tribal Scale, with more on this. Uh, thanks so much for your time tonight. Hey, Ben, how are you today? I'm well. Well, this is really taken... I think people were really... This has been one of those things that people have suspected for a very long time and thought about for a long time, which is, does government spend efficiently on tech? Um, so, so tell me about, about just what you set out to try to do, because uh, you'd read the same articles we'd read about the cost, right? Yeah, so Ben, we do a, we do a stand-up every morning on Tribal Scale where we talk about what's happening in the news, and this actually came up um, in, in our stand-up, and when this news story actually broke in our stand-up, we had some very smart people um, say, hey, you know, this this just seems outrageous for what the app is. And, you know, we one of, one of our team members said, hey, I bet you I can build that in two days. And one thing started spiraling into another where they said, hey, actually, why don't we go ahead and actually go and try to clone the app? Um, and that's how it started. Um, however, it, I do want to say, it, you know, cloning an app is much easier than building it from scratch. And that is a, it's a much tougher thing to go and build it from scratch. So I completely sympathize with that, like the thought and strategy that goes into building a, you know, a, a five-star digital application. But I mean, we, by Saturday, mid-afternoon, we were pretty much done. Um, and it's, it's, it's funny, it's, it's, it's not funny, I should say, it's, 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 it shows the magnitude of like the effort it actually takes to do these things if you do them right. Yeah. I mean, what was it about, I, I gather you certainly weren't alone, but what was it about that $54 million price tag? Now, over two fiscal years, and that includes the creation of it, the maintenance and so on. Uh, but what was it about that figure that struck you as being uh, outlandish, sort of, if that's the right word? <laughs> Um, ben, I think most of us have used the app, and it is, uh, it's more of an intake form. Um, and we build you know, complex banking apps, healthcare apps, media apps um, that have many integrations and have much more complexity than ArriveCan had. And I have never seen an app come to 
anywhere close to the amount of $54 million. And that was, and, and so, and, you know, our tribe members have never seen um, an app that has, has gotten to like that size, especially for what this is. And so, you know, when they, when they said, Hey, let's do it. I think, you know, our spirit and being in positivity is, Hey, why don't we like do this and show the government that Canada is a place where the world comes to to build world world class digital applications. Not only tribal scale, but there's other companies in Canada that actually build a lot of the apps that sit on the first or second screen of your device. Right. And for our own government to not bring capital efficiency and productivity to this, let's go show them, hey, we got experts here in our own country, and if we could show them that, hey, this was not capital efficient or productive, then what can we do to make things move forward so we started what we're calling the canadian technology consortium it's open to all tech leaders across canada i urge tech leaders across canada who want to join to join and let's go and give our own government at every level of government across this country the right advice and information so that they can do things in a more capital efficient and productive way yeah, let's go back to the app because I find it fascinating. I think a lot of us don't understand apps other than how to use them, right? I mean, I, we don't understand why sure. something like the Arrive Can uh, would be less complex, say, than another uh, than another app that we use all the time. If you had to put, and I, I heard you mention this figure today already, if you had to put a price tag on what you think it would cost to build something like Arrive Can from beginning to end, what do you think it would be? Um, definitely less than a million dollars. Um, I think with strategy, execution, um, all security and making sure things are buttoned down tight and even revisions over the course of two years, I don't see it going over a million dollars now. That is also with, and I'm, and I'm buffering that number, Ben, right. um, you know, working with government, it, there, there may be other levels um, that I'm not accounting for, but even buffering that, I think, you know, a million dollars should have been it, which is way less than the magnitude of what we've seen happen here. Yeah, way less than 54. I mean, if you had to guess, without going into too, too much detail, but if you had to guess, there must be complexities of working with government that make it more expensive, just the the time, right? And and the, the bureaucracy and the departments you have to deal with. And uh, But even that is not 154th. It's not 154th of the cost, I wouldn't imagine. 100%. And I think, hey, you know, if there, if, if there are bureaucracies and things that need to be done with government, then you know, why don't I, I, one of the things that our tribe members said was like, hey, we want to be the change that we see in society. So let's go and bring efficiency. Let's be productive in the way we do things. Let's not work. Let's work smart. Not Let's not work in antiquated ways. Let's work like lean startups. Let's make sure that we have the right regulatory compliance issues all solved. Let's build also ethical apps. Let's build things that People who are using them know what they're getting into. And I think there was a whole stigma around Arrive Camp when it first came out was, is it tracking you? Is it not tracking you? What's going on? I think we need a lot more transparency here, especially from our government. Yeah, were you struck, I mean, just far prior to the price tag, were you struck at all? And there were a lot of complaints about this from privacy experts and so forth going uh, on in the early days of Arrive Canada, but how much secrecy there was around it, how little was known about who was, what was in it and where, you know, where the information was going. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we, 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 we here at Tribal Steel Build Ethical Apps, we want users to know what they're signing up for and, and, you know, work with clients to actually not only make them ethically right, but even, you know, with accessibility and, and all these other things that bring a lot of complexity you know, to making sure you build apps that are, that are made right for the users out there and letting them know what they're getting into. And I think that's super important. 
Did you find a way to make it? I mean, there was a lot of, I, I used it quite a bit. and didn't find it all that complicated, but you get used to it, right? Did you, as an app, how would you rate it period? Uh, just, just in terms of its um, functionality from the get-go. Look, I think, I think the functionality um, works. I, 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 it, it did, it did a job now. Could it have been, you know, would it have passed my standards? I, I'd say probably not. I like to have things be more intuitive and like, and, and UI UX can be done in a much better way, but Hey, let's 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 even put that aside. It actually it actually did work for it, but also it did have its bugs. And you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. My mother coming back from Cancun with me to Canada forgot her password. She couldn't reset her password within the app because if she left the app and went to her Gmail, then the app would put her back in an infinite loop and kept putting her in this infinite loop where we have to actually go and find the computer so she can get her reset password code and then go into the app and get these things done. And if we're talking about testing and like doing things the right way, these are edge cases you should be testing for your quality assurance program should have counted for these issues. Yeah, um, we were fine. And it, thank God I was with my mother, otherwise she wouldn't know how to do it. What exactly? I mean, there was a bit of bravado on Friday when this came out. We're going to spend the, you know, enjoy your turkey. We're going to be busy doing this. Um, how did it go? How did it go over the first yeah, uh, 24, will, 48 hours? I'll tell you the first Friday, to, um, to, you know, on the Friday, I was like, hey, everyone, we, you know, I see that you were excited about this, but we do have client stuff that we need to get done. Um, ASAP in the world, there was a couple of people saying, Hey, actually, I'm not a client project, so they don't have to like take the helms of like getting this initiative started. But it was, you know, I think when you get smart, passionate people together, you let them self organize, and like it's your job as CEO to like put more fuel on their fire, um, to help them get things done, to help them get things done. Um, that's what we started doing. We like. At, at Friday night, it was it was great to see all the communication going back and forth to make these things happen and to make these things happen. And so we completely started like just building that night. And like by Saturday midday, it was great to see the progress and what was done. So you you managed by Saturday midday. So you're not this is not even through the weekend. We're not even hitting Sunday football yet. And you've already figured this out. Yeah, I mean, most of it was figured out. You know, our designers came in and like, hey, started doing the phones and the wireframes and the, like the right user flows. And our engineers were like, hey, I'll grab a couple of stories that actually would do the coding on the on the app. And like everybody just kind of did it on their own. There's no pressure to go and, hey, you have to do this um, over over your Thanksgiving weekend. That's the last thing I would want our tribe doing um, wow. over a Thanksgiving weekend. But hey, yeah. you know, when you got passionate people who want to actually go and like be the change that they want to see in society you you, you make it they make it happen and yeah by you know i think for like sunday night they were just like hey we're gonna put some polish on it and off we go and monday um i was actually stressing to everyone like hey please take time to spend more time with family rather than uh we're gonna be working on this club yeah i imagine so what now i mean you you've um you've proven your point to to a certain extent you managed to clone at least the arrive can app uh, you had a good look at how it worked and managed to uh replicate a lot of it what what next um so here's what i think here's what i think is what next i think um we want to we want to get this consortium together we're going to have a meeting um on friday morning at least to start figuring out how we could work as a tech community to, 
at least create the right process and cadence for us to go interact with government. And then I urge anybody at, at any level of government who is working on a digital problem and may not know if this is the most efficient way to solve it or not to solve it, come ask our community and we'll figure out the right cadence to do that. Um, and let us come back with insights on what can be done and how, and how things can be done to be more capital efficient and productive. Um, we, we got, like, again, I, I got to say this, uh, Canada has some of the development, best development agencies in, in the world, and literally the world comes to us to build their applications. And let's go and bring that to our government and start making better user experiences for everybody across Canada in a more capital efficient way. Have you ever had to deal with government? I mean, do you under, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously we know a lot about how government contracts work. It's a very elaborate process, right? It's a time-consuming process that involves, um, you know, submissions and 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 you know, approved contracts and so on. Uh, so oftentimes it's kind of the opposite of what we consider to be good tech innovation, which is quick-moving, streamlined, best idea wins. You know, it feels like like the government still, and this is not to do with this government only. This is government writ large um it's not large hard... yeah it's not yeah. like again this is not a finger pointing mission this no. is like we, we see this happen everywhere right yeah so for some reason the way governments are structured when it comes to putting out contracts and hiring people to do things for them doesn't seem to bode or, or jibe very well with the way you work best is that true or is that just a is that just an impression people might have from the outside Look, I think I can say the same thing for about some of the largest corporations in Canada where they have these large committees and then things go through a very slow process. But, hey, they're all figuring it out, too. So why can't our government figure it out? I think just saying, hey, this is the way it's always been done is not the right solution for the future. And I, we want to make sure that we come with the right recommendations to bring the right solutions for government in the future. Yeah. So uh, as a final word to you, then, what what have we learned? This all sort of started quite quickly. I know it came up as an idea sort of last week, and then all of a sudden it was going to be done. Both you and another organization did the same thing over the laser, weekend. Laser, I'm sure. I want to call them out. The, the, yes, the please. The team at Laser is amazing. Zane is an incredible CEO, and he has a very passionate team there that actually worked and got this done as well. So I, I want to give them the right shout out that they deserve. Yeah. So, so a last word, what did we learn then in the last, because it's only been about five or six days that this whole thing came together for you, right? So what did we, what did we learn? Do you think? Tell you what I learned. I learned I'm one of the oldest guys in our organization and our future's in good hands with these young, enthusiastic, passionate, smart, um, new, younger generation into the workforce is going to come and do things like this to make us better. I think I've learned that, Hey, our future is going to be put into good hands. Yeah, and and their assessment of uh, and their assessment of the Arrive Can app, the ones who sort of helped cl to clone it. What did they think of the, of it to begin with, and what do they think of the, what they did and achieved over over the past few days? I think they had a hypothesis that hey, this is not too hard to do, and they came and proved that. That was one of the first things that uh, they did. They were they were they were super ecstatic that hey, we what we set out just what we said what we, we were going to go set out to do, we actually went and accomplished. And um, you know, I think everybody, all of them, have a little bit of a swagger in their step today, saying hey, we are going to be the change, and we are forcing the change that we want to see what that we want to see in our government. And I and I hope yeah. that we could come with a positive message to actually go and be helpful to make that happen. Less than a million, eh, Shido? Less than a million. You know, Ben, I, I got clients that do spend more than a million, but they got their, their, their apps are far, far more complex than arrived here. Uh, well, again, Shido Jaitley, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations to your team, by the way. Thank you so much, Ben. Thanks for having me on.